a Podcast One production. This podcast was created in partnership with Fantastic Furniture. Hi, I'm renovation expert Cherie Barber and this is Transform Your Home. In this episode, you're going to learn how to create a happy and healthy home through the power of interior design and styling. With most of us spending more than 50% of our time at home, it's more important than ever to get this right. When you start to think about the concept of a happy and healthy home, what doesn't spring to mind is the modern world that we live in today. It's super hard to imagine life before mobile phones, laptops, iPads, and all the other modern devices that we have in our lives today. But the difficulty is tearing ourselves away from those very things, when in all truthfulness, we probably should be quietly curled up on the lounge with a book and a good cuppa. It's like we almost have to force ourselves to take time out from the digital world that we do live in. With this infiltration of digital technology in our lives, every single day, Homeowners and renters have been super quick to hop on the fast-growing trend to create home environments that sort of cocoon us from this manufactured artificial world to one that reconnects us back to the natural world. More than ever, we want to bring that sense of peace, that sense of zen into our homes and our lives generally. Now, of course, wouldn't it be lovely if we all live in a beautiful beach house by the sea or that tranquil country estate on 25 acres? But for most of us, that's just not reality. You might be living in a three-bedroom home in suburbia or a two-bedroom apartment in the city. Regardless of where you do actually live, you'll need to find ways to create that happy and healthy home. And as a starting point, it's often done by turning your attention to nature. Now, the good thing is there's actually plenty of easy ways to connect yourself back to nature in and around your home, and they won't cost you the earth. Designers have really cottoned onto this by choosing colours, textures, materials and even smells that remind us of nature and by creating homes filled with natural light, natural ventilation, green plants and leafy views, we can get as close as possible to replicating the outdoors indoors. Now there's actually a term for this called biophilic design. Going to repeat that, biophilic design. Now biophilia It operates on the basis that all humans have an evolutionary need to connect to nature. It's part of our DNA. That's why we're super happy to spend big bucks to travel to see amazing places like Kakadu, the Blue Mountains, Phillip Island, the list goes on. They have this awe about them that we as humans feel instantly drawn to. It's that inherent pull of nature and its calming effects. And that's what modern architects and designers are now trying to incorporate into the built environment. It's a way to counteract the highly urban, high-tech world we live in, and it makes us feel more grounded. A great example of biophilic design is vertical gardens. They look lovely, especially when they're backlit with lighting. You see them in a lot of commercial environments. They're creeping into the offices that we work in, and they're slowly weaving their way into more and more homes because they not only look stunning, again, they connect us back to nature. Another really great example of biophilic design is designing buildings to maximise natural light, whether that's by adding skylights to your home, having north-facing windows, those big floor-to-ceiling windows and doors, or even something like a big glass atrium if you can afford it. 
Another key element of connecting ourselves to nature is providing adequate cross-flow ventilation in your home so you can feel the natural air flowing through your rooms. That can be achieved through fixtures in your home, such as louver windows. So keep these things in mind if you're doing structural renovations where you potentially squeeze these into your floor plan. Biophilic design also incorporates organic shapes and materials like wood and stone and colours that evoke nature. In episode three of this series, I talked about colour and how it's absolutely no accident that certain colours can make us feel one way or another. It's actually a proven science that colour has a really powerful impact on our mental state and our emotions. Now, of course, this whole nature movement, it hasn't been lost on the major paint companies. They literally spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on market research, forecasting trends to come up with colours that are in tune with what their customers want, nature colours. If you're looking for some colour inspiration for your home, just put nature-based colour palettes into Pinterest and you'll have a zillion images coming up. Also, you'd be really happy to know that the big paint companies, they've already put these nature-based colour schemes together. So all you need to do is jump online, have a look at them, or go into store and pick up their brochures. Once you've got your paint colour sorted, all you need to then do is bring in the other accent colours, the textures, the patterns, or your accessories that help to bring the outdoors into your home. So for example, botanical prints and patterns, they've been hugely popular in recent years. It's basically anything printed with those lush green leaves or silhouette of trees. This can be done with just a few cushions on your lounge. It could be a wallpaper feature in a botanical print, anything really, but just don't overdo it. Now, once you've got your paint sorted, once you've got your accessories sorted, there's also indoor plants themselves. Now, apart from looking beautiful and having a really calming influence, houseplants can also have a positive effect on our health because they remove toxins from the air we breathe in our homes. Now, to avoid being a plant killer, and I must confess I am one of those, what you should do is research and find out what sort of plants are suited to your home. Certain ones will need filtered light, they'll need full sun, high humidity, that kind of thing. You don't want to go and spend 200 bucks on a beautiful feature plant or a number of them only to have them die on you a couple of weeks later. The great thing about indoor plants is that you can create your own indoor garden and regardless of whether you're a homeowner or a renter, if you do decide to leave that property, you can just simply take all this stuff with you. Don't forget, we also talked earlier about those vertical gardens. So if you have a property that's on the smaller side, start utilizing your wall space instead. A lot of the big hardware stores, they sell vertical garden kits. You literally pull them out of the box, you anchor them to your wall, you pop your plants in, voila, beautiful green space. In a moment, we're going to go through how to create your happy and healthy home through the power of furnishings, textiles, and your finishes. Now, the next important thing to creating your happy and healthy home is your furnishings, your textiles, and the finishes. These are so instrumental in pulling together that natural, organic feel that you want to do in your home. Tactile textures and weaves and warm finishes like timber will really set the tone. In one of my projects, I recently used old recycled timber planks as feature walls in the living room and the bedrooms. They were really rustic looking. They even had old paint and nail holes still on the planks. 
And then what I did is I followed the same planks through to the kitchen. I used them on the underside of the kitchen island bench, so they were very rustic looking. Then what I did was install a slab of white Carrara marble over the top of the kitchen island. So what I've deliberately done here is I've mixed contrasting textures together that have got different patterns, different textures to bring the whole look together. If you don't do that, if you have just fixtures that are all very flat, you end up with this really boring looking space. So it's so critical that you have different textures that still mimic nature, but you do so in an interesting way. So another way to explain it, you might have timber floorboards in your home. If that was the case, you might want to install a rug that's got either a print, a pattern, it could be like stripes or even a design on it. You team that patterned printed rug with your plain looking floorboards. That's a great example of having different contrasting textures that make your property look more interesting. Now, I know what you might be thinking. You might be living in a little two-bedroom apartment. It might have some hard surface flooring like tiles, and you're like, how do I get nature into my property? Well, the good thing is you don't have to have real timber in your properties. Lots of companies do fake timbers these days, so you're still getting the warmth of that timber grain. For example, you've got timber look laminate floorboards these days that you can put straight over the top of tiles. You've got things like vinyl self-adhesive floor planks that all mimic the look of real timber. Let's turn our attention for a second to kitchens and bathrooms because they tend to be two big important rooms in your property. You see a lot of timber veneer cabinetry these days with the timber grain that gives you that real earthy feel. So what you might want to do in a kitchen is maybe have glossy white cabinets on your base cabinets. You might want to do in your wall cabinets, timber veneer cabinets. That way you're mixing contrasting textures. You're still getting a link to nature without overdoing it. So what I'm hoping you're starting to see is how important texture contrast is. For example, if I had that kitchen and I just put a whole sea of timber cabinets, top and bottom, it would probably date the property and just look wrong. So you want to mix it up a bit. Keep it visually interesting so when people walk into your space, they go, this looks great. In kitchens and bathrooms, we are really seeing a lot of organic shapes and materials come into play. Gone are the days where you're just going to have your white porcelain square basin. We're now moving to shapes that you'd actually see out in nature. And it's flowing right down through to things like concrete basins in natural colours like clays, terracottas, charcoals. Even our tapware is changing now. In days gone by, it would be that shiny polished chrome. A lot of home renovators, a lot of stylists aren't using that sort of tapware anymore. They're using things like brushed nickel, satin gold, rose gold, those sort of textures that mimic nature. They look a lot less manufactured. If you want one style that can do all of this for you, it's the Scandinavian, that Scandi look. And in this particular colour scheme, it introduces things like blonde timbers. You might have a jute rug or a sisal rug. All of these things look like they belong in nature. In terms of your furnishings, you'll inject things like wicker baskets, seagrass mats, rattan furniture. You'll have linen, very natural looking bed linen, not highly printed quilts. So all of these lovely textural elements that you introduce your room to give you that real connection back to nature without anything looking overly manufactured. Now, I do need to mention you can't forget wallpaper. Now, a lot of people think that wallpaper is purely for decorative effect, but a lot of wallpapers these days can also be more so for textural effect. 
So for example, there's a wide range of seagrass wallpapers that you can inject into your home to again get that connection back to nature. Now, if you're wondering where you get your wallpapers from, just a wallpaper shop. There's great companies around. You can even get removable wallpapers that if you're a renter, you can stick on your wall one day, pull off and take it to your very next property. So far, we've covered things like your paint colour schemes, your furniture, your accessories. But another critical thing to get right in your home to creating that happy and healthy home is the absence of clutter. Now, homes today, they often have too much stuff in them. They've got objects covering every single surface. It's a scientific fact that mess can trigger anxiety. So our brains actually have this natural desire for order and tidiness in your home. So the old mantra, a place for everything and everything in its place is really important. You want enough storage in your homes that everything can be neatly stored away when it's not being used. And definitely don't clutter your surfaces. Remember, when in doubt, less is definitely more. Now, the final thing I want to talk to you about here is actually one of the most important elements of creating a home that really does nurture you and connects you with nature. It's one of the central foundations, in fact, of biophilic design, which we kicked off with in this episode. It's about the power of sunlight and getting as much natural light into your home as possible. I mean, no one ever said, I love living in a dark, dingy space. So as humans, we're designed to be out and about in nature, under the sun in daylight hours, not cooped up in front of our computers with artificial lighting. So the solution, especially with us working from home more and more, is to harness as much natural light as we can in our homes. So how can we actually increase the daylight in our homes? Well, remember these little things. First of all, keep your windows clean and pull the blinds or your curtains open as soon as you're up and about. Place your mirrors strategically so they bounce natural light in and around your rooms. Pull your furniture out from windows and a little bit off the walls to allow the sun to fully shine into those rooms and circulate around your rooms. And the final one, open your windows wherever you can to allow fresh air to seep through your home. Even in winter, if you can do this, it'll actually inhibit the growth of mould. At the end of the day, creating a happy and healthy home is all about striking a healthy balance between the digital world and the natural world. It's that push for our homes to be our own private spaces, connected as best as we can to nature and less from the technology-driven universe we live in. In the next episode, we're going to be talking about one of the most important elements of interior design, your styling. In fact, this is a really fun part of the process and the very thing that fills your home with colour, texture and movement that brings your home to life. Transform Your Home was created in collaboration with Podcast One Australia, created in partnership with Fantastic Furniture, written and presented by me, Cherie Barber, producer Alex Mitchell, sound production by Darcy Thompson. For more episodes, simply search Transform Your Home podcast. Listen for free by downloading the Podcast One Australia app or head to podcastoneaustralia.com.au.